Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal court has now granted emergency relief to two of our military plaintiffs in a major case against the Biden administration. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, just in time for February 2 and February 3, when two of our military plaintiffs were to be disciplined for the COVID shots, a federal judge, Stephen Meriday, granted a restraining order on behalf of these two service members, a lieutenant colonel in the United States Marine and a captain who is a commanding officer of a Navy destroyer ship. I mean, you talk about just in time, just in time. On this one, one of the plaintiffs, on that day, she was going to be released if we did not get a decision from she the She would have been uh, relieved of a command that she was selected for, and that would ultimately have made her name go in an officer disciplinary notebook. When your name goes in this officer disciplinary notebook, it is the beginning of the end of your military mm -hmm. career. And so the judge on the evening of February the 2nd issued this injunction. It was at that day, February 2, uh, that her name was to be added to the officer disciplinary notebook. And her command selection would have been withdrawn. It would have irreparably damaged her career. This event would have begun the process of her ultimate discharge from the United States Marine Corps. And you know, Matt, it's, it's hard not to get emotional. I mean, when you, when you have the honor and the privilege to represent these military service people, uh, this one, for example, I mean, she's a stellar example yeah. of a military person. She you know, has a deep religious conviction against the COVID shots because she had an experience of rape and then a subsequent abortion as a result of that. She regretted that later. She came to Christ. And because these shots are associated with aborted fetal cells, she wants nothing to do with them in her body. I don't blame her. And but yet she's put so much time and sacrifice into this career to defend our freedom in America that we now have the privilege to defend her. It's incredible because the Marines and the Navy and these other branches from the direction of the Department of Defense is essentially saying that these individuals are disobeying a lawful order and that they have lost confidence in anybody who does not want to get these COVID shots. Like the their fact own personal is, freedom doesn't matter. The fact yeah. is that each one of these sign an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. They put their lives on the line. And they've us. done that for many, many years, some of them for a couple of decades. They ultimately defend with their final, uh, whatever they are able to do, their life. They put their life on the line. You know, it's one thing to go out and argue or write an article about uh, defending the Constitution, if if you even do that. It's another thing to be willing to take a bullet uh, for that uh, in order to defend the United States of America and our constitutional freedom. And that's what these people are willing to do. They, they put their lives on the line. Right. And so now when they get an order to get the COVID shots, well, wait a minute, isn't there a United States Constitution that guarantees the free exercise of religion under the First Amendment? 
What about the military and the Department of Defense honoring that? What about the federal law that the Supreme Court refers to as a, quote, super statute, a statute that supersedes all other laws with respect to religious freedom? What about that law? That law also covers men and women in the service. What about the DOD acknowledging that? But you know what's happened is we've seen over 24,000 religious exemption requests submitted by the men and women of the United States military, and those numbers go up every two weeks when we get those reports. What, what, what doesn't go up is the grants. What we see is that they're just denying these people across the board. Now, they are giving some medical exemptions, but not the religious not exemptions. Not religious exemptions. So in other words, you can be an unvaccinated person on a Navy destroyer because you have some medical exemption and there's no restrictions on you. Right. But if you're an unvaccinated person beside that other person on a same Navy destroyer and your reason for not getting the COVID shot is not medical but religious-based, even though you have a constitutional right to have that religious-based exemption, then they say you have been disqualified from service. And what's the difference unless you're clearly discriminating against people's religious beliefs? Exactly, because there's no difference in risk. Right. There's no difference in risk. Right. And so what happens here is, you know, our second plaintiff, uh, the kind of thing that he faces, some of the things that you say brings tears to your eyes because mm-hmm. these are incredible, incredible people. I mean, this man commands a guided missile destroyer. Yeah, he's the captain, the CO, the uh, Command Service Warfare Officer. He is the CO. He's the top person on this uh, guided missile uh, ship. Could you imagine him being, you know, escorted off the ship he commands because they won't take his religious exemption because he won't take the COVID shot? This this ship that defends our country's freedom, that protects us from other missiles? <laughs> So on February the 3rd, this uh, injunction came down on the 2nd, protecting in the nick of time our lieutenant colonel of the United States Marines. She is an African-American female. She had been selected for a command uh, in the Middle East, and she would have been put in the officer disciplinary notebook on that day. The injunction came just in time to protect her. The very next day on February the 3rd, this captain of this Navy uh, warfare ship would have been removed from his command of the ship, removed from his command of the ship. You know, obviously that is embarrassing. You'd have to see that happen. This obviously would irreparably damage his career because he requested and was denied at the appeal uh, an exemption for the vaccine because of the religious-based condition, religious-based beliefs. So the judge came in at the nick of time and issued this injunction. We asked for this injunction back in October when we filed the case and had a hearing on November 15, 2021, and we should have gotten the injunction back then, but the judge wanted to get more data, and on January 7, every two weeks, and from there on after, the military, for each one of the branches, they have to provide data to the court. It's the only place in the country where this is taking place, where they have to be now transparent about what's happening with their religious exemption, and it is continually supporting our story that it's all a bunch of sham, that they are denying them all across the board, that they're not doing individualized uh, evaluations, they're just denying them, and they're discriminating against those exemptions versus medical exemptions. And the Supreme Court and other courts have already indicated that in this kind of a context, you grant a medical exemption, but you're not granting religious exemption. What does that say? 
That's mm-hmm. discriminating on the basis of religion. All right. This is clearly abusive uh, actions toward our honorable military service members, just clearly abusive. And think about the pressure that they're under. Think about what took them to get to even these, this two, level. these two plaintiffs. Think about what took what it took to, for them, the sacrifice, the years, the work that took to, for them to get to that level and then just to kick them off because they won't take a shot? We'll see this lieutenant colonel uh, is incredible in terms of her decorated past and her achievements and her training and her education. Going on this command that she was uh, selected for could be the next step in becoming the, another higher rank, a full bird colonel. Uh, and to remove her from that, to put her in the officer disciplinary notebook, mm-hmm. it just like stops her career. Not only does it stop her career, but she and others like her who are getting their religious exemption appeals denied, they're not only being told that they will be uh, discharged from the military with uh, discharge without honor, but also that they'd have to pay back their educational cost, which could be several hundred thousand dollars, and their cost of training. Imagine what it costs to train a captain of a Navy uh, warship like uh, this U.S. Navy Command Surface Warfare Officer. And, you know, this, the U.S. Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel, she entered the military to be a role model for other women. You know, she entered after 9-11. And I would say that she's not only a role model for other women, but for all people to show her courage and her bravery to stand and just in spite of this abuse that's being thrown at her. And you said the pressure. Yeah, back in December, there's a tragic story. One of our uh, United States uh, Marines, who is also a plaintiff in this case, uh, sent us an email on December the 23rd. One of the members of his platoon committed suicide because mm-hmm. of the pressure that was being placed on him uh, with regards to these COVID shots. His uh, exemption request had been denied. And just before Christmas, unfortunately, it's a tragedy to even think about his family having to get uh, visits by two members of the military to announce uh, that their son, their husband, uh, was gone. It takes the it takes the term "killed in action" a whole different uh, perspective. Yeah, it's, it? it's so pray for these men and women in this case. Uh, we're continuing to litigate it. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. Pray for our team, and you can support Liberty Council in our mission right there at lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.